What is good, sports world? Welcome to the Family Feud Football Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the Mad Journalist, sitting here as always with Mr. Alan Dell, a.k.a. the Godfather, my co-host slash father and former Tampa Bay Bucks and NFL beat writer coming at you with our weekly Best Bets episode highlighting our favorite picks for week nine of the NFL season, including our best bets, where each of us make three picks and give out our best bets. So four picks each in total. And without further ado, Mr. Allendale, last week you finally got on the board with a victory with one of your best bets, hoping to keep things going and create somewhat of a winning streak this week. Great cash, so you, homie. You got, you got the boards off the windows. You're, you're not hiding from the bookies anymore. What's uh, that? How are you feeling? You ready to get back in the, in the positive win column and the green column this week? Yeah, I see another victory coming. I see a tragedy coming for uh, that team in Jacksonville. Minshew mania, I think, is coming to an end. I just hope we can win a game. After this game, they get a bye, and, and Nick Foles is supposed to be ready to go after that, and I think Gardner Minshew may find himself on the bench, so he's just a lot of pressure on him. He's making his seventh straight start, but it could be his last of the season. So pressure, pressure, pressure. I know the Texans are banged up. Deshaun Watson can't see. He's wearing a patch over his eye at last, last notice. J.J. Watt is out for the year. I'm fortunate for him. That's the third time in four seasons, the last four seasons that he's he's been hit. You know, he's been hurt. But I like I, I like the Texans in this one. I just like Deshaun. He he's a man. I'm a man. Uh, I'm and another th- interesting thing is Leonard Fournette. As great a season as he's having, he's kind of frustrated. It's, he's a red zone bomb. I'm <laughs> a red zone blunder. Uh, in the red zone this year, well, that's 20 yards and in. He's had 31 carries for 34 yards and only scored one touchdown. And last week, everything exploded when offensive coordinator John D. Filippo called a pitch play on second and goal from inside the one and four and a half lost seven yards. So they're not too happy over there in Jacksonville. This is seven straight trip to Europe. I think they have a house over there where they all get together. He's high. They're used to it. I, I like the tech, Texans. So this is the line that opened three, Houston minus three in most places. Obviously the game being played in London, like you said. So neutral game field situation. We got two division foes going against each other here. Um, at, you know, Houston, the line has moved. So a lot uh, more action to say is coming in on Jacksonville side, the line has moved from minus three over the course of the week to now consensus at minus one and a half. So I'm sure you might, you might see if you, I've seen a few pickums out there or Houston minus one. I've seen some minus two. So this line might be uh, a, a very different in different, different places in terms of where you're looking online to make your bets at. But uh, this was actually one that I was going to say for my best bets. But since you brought it up here first, Mr. Allendale, it's not going to be my best bet. I got something better say for that one, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw. Usually we do your three first and then my three, but I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring right now and and go toe to toe against you. One of my favorite picks of the week is is Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville to beat the Houston Texans. I think you gave most of the reasons in your handicap is that Deshaun Watson is, is basically playing a, like a one-eyed pirate in this game. Gardner Minshew. I mean, talk about a guy with a one of a kind mustache, a dude who wears a jock strap only in the locker room to get ready for games and warmups. You think that type of guy is going to be phased by pressure? To me, the, Gardner Minshew is the kind of guy who is literally the last person to get phased by pressure. Minshew is what he is. You either like him or you don't. But the fact is the guy has moxie. He's got confidence. He's got the swagger that you need. Maybe you don't like some of his, uh, 
fundamentals or techniques or you don't think he has uh, the deep arm upside that Nick Foles had, but uh, has, but there's been no indication by Jacksonville's organization that Foles is going to, is going to come back in and start once he's back. That That's pure speculation by the media at this point. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I know what's going to happen one way or the other. But the fact is, this Jacksonville team is sitting at 500 with a chance to make the playoffs in the AFC. I mean, I know they traded away Jalen Ramsey. They still got A.J. Boye. They still got a lot of talent on that defensive side of th- uh, of defensive side of things, should I say. And you look at the offense, these red zone things, these green zone inside the 10, inside the 20-yard line, you know, goal line efficiency, you know, what have you, those are things that can be adjusted over the course of, of time in a regular season, 16 games. We're halfway through the season now. I, I think regression, positive regression to the mean is in store for Leonard Fournette's success in the red zone and closer to the goal line. To me, this is a team, uh, one, heading in the opposite direction. Houston could be without two two of their top defensive backs in this game, not to mention J.J. Watt losing him, not to mention two weeks ago they lost their best deep threat and second-best receiver in Will Fuller. This is a team that has maybe half their best players banged up or out of this contest, whereas Jacksonville is a team on the rise. I, I like Jacksonville in this spot. I, I, I bet them money line. I've got them minus one, minus two in a few places. If you're telling me Jacksonville plus one and a half, I'll, I'll take that all day as one of my favorite picks. So we'll, we'll see how we wind up on the opposite side of things in that one, Mr. Allendale. Any, any final rebuttal, man? I, I just dragged you all over the concrete with that one. You didn't drag me any place. You're delusional. I, I still you're, like – You're betting on a quarterback with one eye. His eyeball almost That's all he needs. He only, only needs one eye to, oh, to beat uh, Jacksonville. He'll do fine. <laughs> bet your money on – I'm Watson. All right, Jacksonville all day in that one. So moving on to your next pick, your your, your second pick here, Mr. Allendell, a, a team that you've most often on this podcast called the most overrated team Absolutely. in the National Football League, but yet you're betting on you're betting your hard earned dollars on the most overrated team in your opinion this week. Your least favorite quarterback in the NFL, Josh Allen. You are betting on you're betting your green, your money, your cash on Josh Allen and the what? Buffalo Bills minus ten. At home against the Redskins, you're the, the team and the quarterback you hate the most. You're you're getting ten points and you're betting. Them. Well, look who they're playing. They're p- playing uh, Sisters of the Poor. I'm sorry. Uh, Get away from me, a little Buffalo shit. Buffalo at home versus Washington. Buffalo minus ten. Give me give, give me your handicap. How do you pay, man? Huh? I mean, you're you're they're playing Washington. Haskins most likely will start. In my opinion, uh, I mean, he's got, he's been a disaster so far. And if he's going to start, and then you have the the, the side. Sidebar on this one, the old man's go Peterson versus Gore. Gore uh, lives in a garage. Mommy. They take him out when they need spare parts. And, and he's, for a guy 36 years old, he's done a great job. But uh, but age is age in the NFL. By NFL years, uh, Gore's about 102. Peterson isn't much younger, so to speak. Uh, I just can't see. You know, I, I'd like to see Washington give him a game. I, I just don't see it happening. I do think... Buffalo was overrated. They showed it the last couple weeks. They showed it last week in a loss to the Eagles. Uh, but their their schedule is so weak. They, they, they'll they actually uh, backdoor into the playoff because they have such a schedule. Washington has been outscored 101-46 to 46 in the second half, uh, including al- allowing the punchless, hapless Dolphins. <laughs> it's first their first points following halftime this season and in a, in a 17-16 win. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to jump in here. I, I went against you on the last one. I, I'm, I'm going with you on this one. And, and this is only due to the news of Dwayne Haskins being named the starting quarterback in this game. If we had Case Keenum 
uh, uh, not a great, not even a good, but a competent NFL starting quarterback coming into this game. I, I, I would agree. I, I would not bet minus 10 with the Bills in that contest. But the fact is, is, is Haskins has been shown to not be ready for the NFL level at, at any point in the preseason, at any point in the regular season where he's had a few stints here and there. And to throw him against the Wolves on the road against one of the best defenses in the NFL, the, the Bills can be run on, but they can't be thrown on. Tredavious White is my, my favorite defensive back in the league. He's an absolute stud on the corner. And I, I just don't you, – you're going to try to run the, run the ball into the ground with Adrian Peterson, but I think the Bills are going to be stacking the box and, and, and taunting Dwayne Haskins to throw the ball their way in the secondary. There's, there's no way – the Redskins might get shut out in this game, albeit save for a special teams play or something like that, or Tredavious White slips covering Terry McLaurin down the field. But there, there's no way that, that the Redskins are keeping this one close with, with Dwayne Haskins under center. This is a game I'm betting on big now. Because of Dwayne Haskins being in there, this could uh, this could wind up being my best bet. But since we, you know, th- this this news was just announced in the last 24 hours that Haskins was named the starter, I didn't have enough time to put it as my best bet in this show. But definitely, I, I love the Bills in this spot, especially coming off a loss. This is a team with playoff hopes, and uh, I think this is a, this is a big get right spot for the Bills in this game uh, against uh, you know Redskins defense has has been I guess solid at best, but. Not, nothing to stand out against the run or the pass in this one. So I, I look for the Bills players to, to really have great games, whether it's Gore, Singletary, John Brown, John Brown from Josh Allen in the air. Uh, definitely like that pick for sure. I agree with you, Mr. Allendale, on that one. And your third pick before moving on to your best bet, we're going to Sunday night football here. The New England Patriots are now minus three consensus at the Baltimore Ravens, and, and you like the Patriots minus yeah, three on the road. Everybody's game. jumping on uh, on Baltimore. Yeah, and, and this game actually opened minus five, so you're right. People have been jumping on Baltimore. The lines moved two points in their favor. We're now sitting at the key number of three. Uh, Patriots minus three. I, 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 I kind of like it, but I, I just oh, I, I, I just want the Patriots to lose. So it's just because of that bias, I probably won't bet this game. Tell me why you like the Patriots minus three at the Ravens. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just sum it up in two two words if you want to call it Bill Belichick. I mean, uh, he, he, you mean to tell me a second-year quarterback is going to razzle-dazzle him? I don't care how good. And I think he's a little overrated, uh, Lamar Jackson. He's a good passer. No, I shouldn't say that. He's a mediocre passer. Uh, a, a mediocre passer? That's giving Lamar Jackson yeah, a compliment and he, right there. Yeah, he's, he's been good. You know, obviously he's got the speed and agility. He can run from any place, but uh, I I, th- I just think that Bill Belichick's going to design a way to give him a tough time of it. So uh, people can bet their money. I'll I'll take my uh, my has only given up three points now, so I like that. You know, Jackson leads the NFL with six point nine four yards per carry. He's tenth with five hundred seventy six yards, but he, that's not going to last. Uh, they haven't played anybody, really, have they? I mean, I don't think so. No, so. they haven't. So, I, am, am I, here, here's where I come in on this one, and that the Patriots aren't as great as we think they are. And, 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 and I'm going to uh, follow that up with saying I think the Patriots are clear-cut Super Bowl favorites. I think they're clear-cut Super Bowl favorites, and I also think they're not as great as we think they are. Oh, yeah, well, this so schedule I, 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 I can say both those things. And, be, and because we talk about their defense being so great, but they, they played against – Josh Allen slash Ryan Fitzpatrick. They played against a, an injured Ben Roethlisberger in week one. 
that might have been their that might have been their their toughest matchup of the year. Uh, but that's kind of got an asterisk on it because of the injury. They played against a Sam Darnoldless Jets team and Luke Falk in Week Three. They played against your boy Josh Allen, who you think is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league in Week Four. Week Five, they played against a uh, combination of Case Keenum and Dwayne Haskins. Week Six, they they beat up on Daniel Jones. That then they beat up on Sam Darnold, made him see ghosts. Uh, and then Baker Mayfield, we all know his story. So. Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback they've played all year. Is is that what we're saying now? And and did Baker statistically Mayfield, did yeah. Baker Mayfield really have all that bad of a game last year? The Browns would have been in it if Chubb didn't fumble twice. And and here's the thing is that you look at the fact that that uh, the New England defense and fantasy has been putting up crazy numbers, but against the Browns, uh, Nick, Nick Chubb ran all over them. I he, and that was a that was a rainy wet game. Ch- Chubb's a, a young player. You know, who, who made a few mistakes, but let's not forget the fact that Nick Chubb last week had 20 carries for 131 yards. He averaged six-plus yards per carry in that game, gashed open some big runs, and the Browns aren't necessarily the best running team in the NFL. The Ravens might be the best running team in the NFL next to the San Francisco 49ers or those two teams right there. So I think this is where you attack the Patriots is on the ground because they have the best group of sec- of cornerbacks in the secondary out of all teams in the NFL, and, and, and that's just that's just a fact right there. I mean, this this is how you attack the Patriots. You run the ball into the ground. Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, even rookie Justice Hill, Lamar Jackson. That's you 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 quicken the game up in terms of time in terms of the clock, time of possession. You keep the clock running, and and you gash them first down after first down after first down. This is to me, this is the team that has the best shot to beat the Patriots, and and this is even looking forward to what. That even even the course of the next month because the Patriots their schedule toughens up a little bit they're going oh, on by yeah, yeah. they come they come back against Eagles Cowboys Texans Chiefs obviously Chiefs with Mahomes that's the that's going to be the toughest if he's back and healthy in that one but looking at Eagles Cowboys Texans I think the Ravens are are, are the toughest matchup out of those three plus them yeah. over this course of the next month for the Patriots so. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with your pick. I'm saying I'm laying off this game because I think Baltimore actually might have a, a little bit of a mismatch in, in, in this matchup here. It also depends how do you, how do you look at turnovers? Do you look at them as lucky? Do you look at them as come they're in, they come in streaks and they're going to end? Because uh, New England uh, has an NFL best 27 turnovers that they force. And if they lead the league with 19 interceptions. A lot of that stuff runs in streaks. But, but some of them run season – for entire season. So how's that going to play out if uh, Lamar Jackson gets picked off a couple of times or fumbles the ball with his running? Um, I just think I'm I'm betting my money on Bill Belichick versus John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh or Willie Taggart, the younger brother of those two, whoever you want to bring in. So. I think it's going to be quite an exciting game on Sunday Night Football, to say the least. So you, you like the Patriots minus three, and, and we'll see how that turns out. And before we get to your best bet, we're going to go through my three picks, and we'll do both of our best bets together here. So I already talked about liking Jacksonville uh, in, in the game that you like and which you liked Houston. Jacksonville, whether it's plus one and a half, plus one, even to pick them, I, I got the Jaguars in this contest. To me, it's it, this, this is one of the easiest picks of the day with how banged up Houston is on offense. 
and on defense. Another pick that I like here is is, is your boys, the, the team you used to cover, the team you used to love, and now you seemingly hate, Mr. Allen Dell, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, hello, I, I, I really like the Seahawks at home. Minus five in this contest is the consensus odds. I even bet them minus six yeah. earlier in the week, and, and, I, and I like them to win this game by a touchdown or more in, in this contest. I, I think Tampa Bay is going to surprise you. I almost bet this game uh... – be careful. They they have they have these things. They go out to the West Coast. I mean, the last time they turned their franchise around, which is a uh, hundred years ago, is when they went out and beat Seattle. So uh, I th- I think they may surprise you if if Jameis doesn't show up drunk or whatever he is when he's throwing interceptions and stuff like that. But, but see, I like crazy. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, you know I I get it, and um, I I just I just don't see it here in in this game. I, I think the Seahawks are true Super Bowl contenders. They're true contenders uh, to rival the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC West to yeah. even win that division there. And and I and I just don't see. Uh, I, I just don't see the Bucks having enough to stay competitive in this game. I, uh, the, the Seahawks, they took care of business last week. They played a Matt Ryan-less Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons team, and they, and they took care of business like they should have. And, and, you, and you look at the Bucks. I mean, everyone said, oh, the Bucks coming, up, coming off of a bye. Uh, Jameis Winston, how he comes off a of bye. Uh, Bruce Arians, the way he coaches off a of bye. They came off a bye, and they lost to the Titans. So I, I'm sorry. I'm just not impressed. Jameis Winston – Two touchdowns, two interceptions, two fumbles, uh, 300 yards. So if you're telling yeah. me two interceptions, two touchdowns, and 300 yards is, is a bounce-back game for Winston, okay. Cool. No, I, I don't know. Uh, what, I Honestly, I don't know what's going on with him. This may be the worst year of, of his career. Okay, but, but, and the, same but, with but the, if he's not playing well, then, then they got no shot to cover this and, and he's Yeah, I know. He's got some yeah. good receivers, too. But yeah, I, well, I maybe he can put one together. You're going to add a little pep in Russell Wilson's step this weekend, and he's not getting Josh Gordon this Sunday, but coming after next week, Josh Gordon was just claimed off waivers by the Seattle Seahawks after getting waived by the Patriots coming off IR. He's healthy. He's ready to go. Russell Wilson gets his wish. Now he's got three capable receivers to throw the ball to going forward. Again, after this week, Gordon will not be in week nine, but he looks like he's on track to play for week 10 and beyond. So Russell Wilson's got to love getting an extra weapon on the outside. Now he's got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Josh Gordon. Talking about now the Seahawks potentially having one of the best wide receiver trios in the NFL. So I, I like the Seahawks a lot. Minus five, minus six, all the way up to minus six and a half. And if, even if minus seven, I, I think that's a good number for the Seahawks here. Okay, I'm going to give you my other two picks that I like here before going into my best bet and your best bet as well. I, I like the Packers if you can get them minus three. And I've seen minus three and a half. I think that's consensus odds right now. I've seen them minus four. If you can find minus three at that key number on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, look, the Packers are firing on all cylinders right now. They've been they've been winning games by margin, and they've been beating solid teams, even without their arguably their best player on offense, which is Devontae Adams. And they might even get him back this week. But I think either even with or without Devontae Adams this week, they're going to beat up on a still overrated Los Angeles Chargers team. Philip Rivers is, is is walking the plank, as you would say, Mr. Allendale, in and what's looking like the twilight, the end of his career here, and the Packers are on the up and up, man. Rogers Rogers is playing well. They, they they've got the weapons, whether it's Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. Their defense has stepped up and is light years ahead of where they were last season at this point. Packers only minus three. And, and we've seen this trend this year is, is that um, home field advantage has, has not been what it's been in years past, especially this year when you look at the results against the spread. 
this season and, and road teams are covering at an unprecedented rate. So you give me that on top of the fact that the Chargers don't even have a real home field advantage. So you're saying that this is a, uh, yeah, I, I think the Packers are much better than a, than a three point. If this is a neutral field game and you're saying the Packers are only three points better than the Chargers, give me the Packers all day. I think this, I think this line is wrong and that's why I'm betting the Packers in this game. Uh, my, the, my third pick before we get into our best bets here again, this is the family feud football podcast. Our weekly best bets episode is the Detroit Lions, a, a team you said was the most underrated in football just a few weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Allen. I, I like the Lions plus three at the Oakland Raiders. I mean, this is this is a game that's opened up uh, Raiders minus one. Now Raiders are favored by three in a lot of spots or two and a half. If you can get that extra half point, if you can find it, even buy it where you get Lions plus three. I think the Lions win this game outright. I think they're the better football team in this game. I know they've been banged up in, in the backfield, but Matthew Stafford is having uh, – could, could he be considered for comeback player of the year? Because he was pretty bad last year. I don't know if he qualifies for that award there, but, you know, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, you know, the rookie TJ Hawkinson at tight end. I, I, I can name the players on offense and defense for them all day, but I, I just think it, it's it's too much for, for the Lions to be three-point underdogs in this game. I, I, I think – you're saying that means you're saying that these teams on a neutral field is a pick 'em, and I think the Lions are a better team on a neutral field, and that's why I like the Lions plus three in this game. So, without further ado, this is the time our best bets segment. We've been doing this for five weeks now. We started our best bets episodes in week four. We got a little late start to the season, Mr. Allendale. You're one and four on the best bets, looking to move the two and four on the season. I'm still patting myself on the back undefeated best bets i gave you the three team money lay, money line parlay last week i told you to take the vikings the steelers and the rams it worked out good i as i said find your next favorite team if you bet past thursday which was not including the vikings so i even took the steelers rams and saints i took the saints against the cardinals i took that three team money line parlay won that one as well like i said if you want to bet 100 dollars to win 40 if you think it's a sure thing why the hell not so I'm going to give my best bet first here. We'll save your your best bet for last. My best bet are two teams that I think are locks to win their games this week, and that's the New York Jets at the Dolphins and the Cleveland Browns at the Broncos. These are two teams here. The Broncos have thrown in the towel. Joe Flacco on IR. They're starting the third-string 27-year-old quarterback this week. I don't think the Broncos want to win much anymore for the rest of the season. I mean, they were embarrassed at home against Matt Moore on primetime television two weeks ago, okay? I know they have a decent defense in this side. This is the prime spot for the Cleveland Browns to get a win. The Cleveland Browns is a, are a talented team that has underwhelmed against above-average opponents. They are now getting a below-average opponent, and this is where the Browns are going to shine. I see the Browns winning by, like, two, three-plus touchdowns in this game. You're telling me the spread is minus three. I'm throwing them in a parlay. Jets, Browns, money line par parlay. Both teams need to win outright, whether it's by one point, whether it's by 21 points. That's my best bet. And the Jets going up against the Dolphins, a team that's tanking for Tua. Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. Yeah, yeah, they, they, put, they went up 14-0 on Monday Night Football against the Steelers. The Steelers were sleepwalking in the first half. They turned around and wind up whooping the Dolphins. And the Steelers aren't even that good of a football team. Mason Rudolph's been terrible at quarterback at, at, at most times in their center this season. The Jets aren't as bad as their record indicates. They've actually been competitive in, in some games. If you don't remember, they beat the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. I think they're they're more like that team than the team we saw get trounced by the Patriots the week after. So 
Give me the Jets. Give me the Browns. Put them together. Moneyline parlay. That's my best bet. Trying to move to 6-0 and this season on my best bets. Jets, Browns, Moneyline parlay. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Well, you want me to move on to my pick? I agree with basically everything you said. I, I like the Eagles against the Bears. I mean, so much has happened since last January in the playoffs when the Eagles uh, beat the Bears 16-15, but the teams have really taken a nosedive. Um, Bears head coach Matt Nagy has been under fire. Mitchell Trubisky, he's he's under fire. A lot of people would just w- would like to buy a plane ticket for him out of town. So oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So you you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the, the Bears have lost three straight. Both teams really need to win. Uh, but I, I like the Eagles. Uh, just what they have, they're getting people healthy. Deshaun Jackson's supposed to be back, so he should be a a big help. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Bears, two weeks ago, it's just incredible. They set a franchise record low with seven rushing attempts against the Saints. Yeah, I mean, that's embarrassing. I mean, hey, Matt Nagy supposed to be a genius offensive mind, and, and the way he responded to the critics and the media after the game, that's just, it's just embarrassing. Uh, he's a Nagy's former Bill Belichick that, guy. But all, all these former Bill Belichick guys are not doing so well, are they? Or am I missing something? Well, uh, it's because it's the system. It's Belichick's system, and once they leave the system, I think they're exposed a little bit in most cases. I agree with you on that one. So that's your best bet, huh? You get Eagles right now, uh, consensus minus five at home against the Bears. Yeah. And Philadelphia. I think they're getting their running game back. They had a season-high 218 yards rushing against the great Buffalo Bills defense last week, so watch out for that. Deshaun Jackson, who unfortunately gets hurt a lot. I can't remember a season where he's gone through when he hasn't been hurt, but he's back, and that, that could help their passing game a lot. So we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think I, I'm not sure if he, if, he, if he's guaranteed to play yet. I think he, whether Deshaun Jackson plays or not, I, I, I think that that's, it's a good bet. It's it's a bet that I've made. I I, I put a unit on on the Eagles. I I, I put it at minus six. I, I I saw the spread somewhere at minus minus five and a half or minus six and a half. I can't really remember on that one, but I I like I like the Eagles whether it's minus five or minus six in this game. I you know I, actually this is the the first week I can remember since we've been doing this best bets episode. We started in week four, so this is our sixth week making these picks here on the podcast, and this is the first week I remember liking so many games. Like I, I like, like I said, the, the even the Browns and Jets, they're each minus, minus three or minus three and a half. I like both those picks, but I couldn't even get them into my top three for this week. So I, my, my best bet was the money line parlay with them. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, the, the money line parlay, let me just, I, I didn't mention this when I, made, when I made the pick, but you're, you're, you're essentially, I mean, you're not doubling your money, but you want to, you want to bet, you know, $50 to win $75. That, that's essentially what you're going to get. If yeah. you if you if you parlay the Jets and the Browns together on the money line, yeah, you, you want you know it's you want to bet a hundred dollars win one hundred and fifty on a good bet. I mean you, you're never going to find those odds anywhere. And I know you, this is two sided. You have to have both sides win out right. But I yeah, can the Dolphins at home sneak out their first win? But the Jets they're they're still like a respectable franchise. Like they want to win this game. The Browns want to win this game. And, and with so many tough opponents on their schedules in the past and in the future coming up. They, they, these are these are get right spots for the Jets and the Browns, even if it's only a one week get right spot, and that's why I love that bet right there. I got a few other teaser bets and parlay bets I'm making with the Jets and Browns included in those picks, but yeah, I, I hear you there, and I like the Eagles too. And, and I'm saying I like all these picks this week. It, it, it might mean that I lose everything because usually when you're feeling the best about it is when it turns out the worst. So 
Uh, even another bet that I kind of like was the Panthers minus three at home against the Titans. Just a little bonus uh, that, that I bet on myself is that, you know, the Panthers were absolutely embarrassed against the 49ers last week, and people are going to overreact and throw money on the other side. And, and that's when I like to come in and, and place those bets is, is, is let the public overreact, and then you come in and take the advantage and the edge that was left behind from that overreaction. So, any, anyways, that, that does it here for our Week 9 NFL Best Bets episode in the Family Feud Football Podcast, where two lifelong sports writers, also father and son, debate the week's hottest football news. We'll be back next week talking about contenders, pretenders, things we're buying and selling after Week 9, looking ahead to Week 10. We'll also be back next week with our Week 10 NFL Best Bets episode. Anything you want to leave the sports world with going into Week 9 this I'm weekend. looking forward to Monday night, too, Dallas at Giants. That'll be interesting. Should be, yeah, this, this, this should be a fun one. Sunday night, Monday night. Both looking like entertain, entertaining games for sure. And, and thank God we don't have to watch the Steelers against the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. And as far as the home field, I mean, look at look what happened in the World Series. Now, home field, I mean, the only sport where I think home field really matters or home court is uh, basketball because everybody's so close. It affects officiating, but it means nothing in baseball. And I don't know how much it means in football. It means something. It but. hasn't meant much this year, though. Like I said, this this is the road teams are covering at at an unprecedented rate, or or at least at the highest rate, it, it maybe ever. I, I don't. I we we'll have to come back next week with those exact numbers now. But, anyways, we appreciate you tuning in. Have a good have good luck this weekend. Have a great weekend of football. Good luck with your fantasy. Good luck with your bets. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Yeah, Steve Harvey, this the family feuding. Baby mama drama, got the family losing. Smoking, back, out the front door fuming. I was just a student, now you look like fooling. Hunger got me moving, starving artists too. I'm just being human, I'm a human being. I might start a movement, like the Carter too. When my bitch catch me cheating, we go shop for shoes. I'm getting even, I'm getting even more than that. More, more than that, yeah. Switch pie, I want more than half. Yeah, two say I want more than that. More than that. Hot and ready like you ordered that. By the time you try to leave the nigga, I was already done being with you. Gotta fight you, nigga, pay me that door, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Pack up and take a demons with you. Make sure. Make sure I'm done dealing with you. Steve Harvey, bitch the family feuding. Baby mama drama. Got the family losing, smoking backwards, out the front door fuming. I was just a student, now you look like food and yeah. hunger got me moving. I was starving too, I never bothered, but I could have been a Harvard student. I was hardly stupid, but I was young and foolish. Awesome ways to use family feuding. Ladies, here we go. We've got the top six answers on the board. Name something you know about zombies. Christy. Black. They're black. Okay. Now, you're one of the Twitter trolls now. No, 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 that's what's, fine. Your, what's your goose egg Twitter handle, Mr. Allendale? I'm okay. I'm getting...